June 14, 2023. It's the Wife for Pedro Show. Vashta went forth. His thoughts were red thoughts and his teeth were white. His enemies called for peace, but he brought them death. Shredni Vashta the beautiful.
Watch for Pedro Show. Happy Wednesday. We started off with John Coltrane doing another live excerpt from Body and Soul. This is one of the earliest recordings of the quartet, actually trio. Well, they got Reggie Workman on bass. They haven't found Jimmy yet, Jimmy Garrison. Imaginary Beings after that with Shreddy Vashtar, which is a, a remix of Jet and Box Somnophobia. Somnoblist. Is that Sleepwalker? Yeah, maybe. Uh, and because of those Estonian software engineers with their Scott Invention, I got with me once again Richard Fenton. Welcome back aboard. So glad to have you back. Hello, Mike. Glad to be back. Yeah. So, uh, since we last talked, what's up? Oh, well, we've um, been quite busy with uh, Randolph from the museum, uh, doing a few other little bits there, and I've been uh, by the way, By the way, oh, he's going to be on the show one week from today. That's right, yes. I might be there too. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. But, yes, yeah, so we've been uh, planning a, a few little um, projects, and um, I've been desperately trying to clear a log jam of... Uh, tracks i've got in sort of stuck in pre-mastering and editing stage where i've uh, been productive and produced about 50 hours of material and then rather than sitting down and actually doing the boring bit carry on producing at the moment so uh yeah <laughs> being creative that's good news though getting distracted again yeah <laughs> it is yeah which brings us to something we were talking off air people uh bring it well, um, I'm, I, I recently found out that I'm uh, neuroatypical, I think is the American term, or neurodiverse in the UK. So a, a lot of what I'm going to talk about now is, is retrospectively now makes a lot more sense than it did at the time. But it's uh, the, the concept and the, the fact that music and that way to express myself has been integral in, in my very being and being able to... Uh, keep my mental health, you know, above board most of the time. And without that, it would have been very, very difficult. And um, given that it's, it's so integral, I wanted to talk about that with you as um, a different aspect of, you know, musical creation and composition and even how we hear music. Because I think the way my brain filters and hears music and sound differs to a lot of people's. Okay. And, uh, yeah, that, that in itself is quite an interesting concept. Right, right. Uh well, just personally, I want to tell you, music for me has been a total lifeline. So I think I can relate some. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, um, I don't know if uh, music attracts those um, who have mental health struggles or have experienced them in the past or, or vice versa. But um, I, I know an awful lot of people and uh, have even done uh, projects containing nothing but tracks from artists who have been struggling with their mental health, especially through the pandemic and COVID. And and for me, it's um, the, the sort of like neuroatypicality can be a very isolating thing with a very little in way of common ground for, you know, people to build relationships with me about. But music, uh, as long as you're really into music like you are, we can sit here and talk for hours uh, about things and you won't hopefully get bored, whereas most people I meet get bored within about three minutes. 
Oh, yeah, and then, yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. pick up on that. And then you just become the bore going on about Captain Beefheart, who nobody's even heard of. But, um, yeah, so it's always been very important for me, that, that, that link with other people, because it's, you know, we get a bit of a Venn diagram crossover with music. And, uh, yeah, just, so you're talking like, about like music as a fabric to connect uh, minds and uh, uh, individual personas. Exactly that, yeah. That that, that sort of like, not common language because we we don't need the long, but that commonality. Everyone over the world can hear the same bit of music, and we can, we can relate that. You know, even if we can't speak the same language. Yeah, that's why I said fabric. That that's why I said fabric because mm. you're right. Music because it there's three components basically, is my understanding: rhythm, harmony, melody. So you don't. You, that that becomes like the roots of the language. Mm. In, indeed, so. And uh, uh, Burroughs, William Burroughs, um, said, "Have you um, ever read Word Virus? His book about the language." I've read of it, but I have to still read it. Oh, it is heavy going. To be fair, Mike, it is heavy going, but it, really interesting because he he touches on that very thing that, that language ultimately. Um, grows out of the in utero sound of the heartbeat, which, uh, and expounding on the theory is why music's generally done in a, a regular 4-4 beat because we're so attuned to that. And then, you know, any irregular or atypical beat structures and things like that can throw people off, you know, like 3-4 structure and even more with uh, a lot of experimental music where there is no standard structure. So you know that's interesting. It goes back to the very our very formation as a physical being. The first thing we're exposed to would be, as, as you say, that fabric of sound. Right, and uh, well, you know, we lost a drummer man, uh, Milford Graves. Right, he had this idea of, mm-hmm. of the pulse. So not so much the metronome. So sort of like the tides, like they can get quicker and slower depending on the kind of the mood or mm-hmm. the environment, you know, the temp- temperature, temperament of the sitch. There you go. Yeah, perfect. Someone who's been there and done it better than me, the pulse, but lovely. Yeah, like you say, that change in rhythm. Right. Elvin Jones talked about this, why people found it hard to play with him because, yeah, he would get emotional and... That would get its way into music, and they wanted some kind of clock. And some people had problems with him. There's a great mm, uh, uh, documentary you could see on YouTube called A Different Drummer, and he talks about this. Oh, I'll note that down. Lovely. Yeah, because I used to find the same with music. I, I never used to be able to stand... I, I couldn't even really stand people being in the same room as me, let alone collaborating. Whereas now I quite enjoy a sort of like um, online, m- like male collaborations, as it were, you know. But what? we're not posting dats anymore. We're uh, emailing. Well, what's his uh, J.P. Sart quote? Hell is other people. That is true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I have to say. But then he tried uh, to explain that later. I was reading about that quote because, you know, without context, fuck, you could use that to beat anybody over the head with. But mm-hmm. uh, he was saying, because they know you. You can't escape their knowledge of you. 
that's exactly it. So and, that's not um, really, you know what I mean? It's kind of, yeah, a little duplicit there. Yeah, and I, I think the very interaction, you know, that's implicit by the knowing of other people. Is uh, yeah, that that I think was more his thrust of that, wasn't it? It's that, uh, yeah, like you say, duplicity. But take it out of context, and uh, yeah, it is uh, can be thought of as quite a brutal statement, but exactly so. But um, I think it's from No Exit, right? He, he it's a part of the play. It's some dialogue. Mm. Uh, what's this Proj OTP? I want to play this. You gave me this uh, Chanel 18X. Very uh, cryptic. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I picked that one because it's one of the um, easier titles to pronounce because that's actually uh, produced through uh, random uh, logarithms, the, the titles. But that's a, a project <laughs> I – oh, sorry, gone. No, that's that's a great way to come up with titles. <laughs> Let's yeah, listen. Let's listen.
Rob for Pedro Show. Start off that chunk of music with OTP Chanel 18X. Brand new from Troposphere 7 after that. Posse. Then we had Scotty Irvin and Brett H. Hart. Monterey Manatee. Big vegetarian sea mammals, people. Beautiful. Uh, Hosea Teyak Catalan with Sages Garden. Sages Garden, sorry. The Garden of the Sages, let's say. And this is from that, you guys, that festival that was in Eugene. Uh, I know Randolph was part of it in person. Uh, and this too, Portus, Porteus 2, Everywhere and Everything Right Now, Nolan Hildebrand. Finally, this is a good project name, Basic Tape Loops. <laughs> Pretty self-explanatory. And uh, Dalatov Loop 3. To continue with mental health. <clears throat> yes, so, uh, yeah, I, OTP, sorry. Yeah, uh, that's a, a collaboration I do with uh, Vincent, an artist from uh, France, and he does uh, modular synthesis. Uh, proper, you know, uh, plugging all the leads in and that, whereas... Uh, as we've spoken about before, I'm I'm strictly from the Delia Derbyshire school of uh, doing things. So, yeah, right. since an accountant's not my favourite things. But um, remember, she she got so bummed out, she quit fucking music. That's it. Yeah, yeah. The Delaware Sims accountant, yeah. BBC accountants, yeah. And uh, she she went and worked as a radio operator for British Gas in Northern England on um, some pipeline schemes. Which is it? Do you think that she had challenges with mental health? I, 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 I would think definitely so. Yeah, and, from um, reading about her story in all the silent years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, have, have you heard the radio interview she did with uh, Radio Scotland in, in the mid eighties? Yes, you I can, did. Yeah, then there's I, well, I think to me, clear indication that she was really struggling with the drink at that point as well. Right, and, right, uh, liquor, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and, and I think that the inherent misogyny she faced all the time as well. Absolutely, it, that, absolutely. That's got to grind you down, hasn't it? Uh-huh. That sort of thing. So uh, it might have made uh, reinforce this uh, heavy thing on the synths. She might have mm-hmm. thought it was more patriarchy. Uh, exactly, and um, yeah, I think it, it was foisted on them by a. Uh, the people who just wanted it for financial reasons, which, uh, yeah, obviously for her artistically didn't um, sit very well. But, um, yeah, so, and that's where basic tape loops come from, actually. That's um, my, one of my uh, newer pseudonyms outlets, but that's um, all produced using uh, actual... And do you got the fucking tape going around doorknobs and chairs, <laughs> legs of chairs and shit like that? Uh, uh, not physically these days. A lot of them are very old uh, recordings, and um, most of them are actually off mini disc now. But um, yeah, um, obviously digitally, I can do very much the same. But um, yeah, it's uh, that sort of thing. But uh, yeah, the, I mean, the, the longest one was eight hundred odd feet, wasn't it? Crazy. <laughs> really incredible. I mean, beautiful. Look, we're at the mm. end of the first hour, June fourteenth, twenty twenty-three edition. What? of Pedro's your special guest, Rich Fetton. Hold tight for hour two.
June 14, 2023. It's the second hour of Watt from Pedro Show.
the sun moves the shadow of the tower across the grass and you notice a point where the present meets the past and you wonder if this feeling you're feeling is gonna last or once it becomes clear you're just waiting to hear staring
Yes, there is one who kissed me, but the death of your face. A blessing. A blessing.
for Pedro Show, start off the second hour with Malady and Knots and Fence Post doing the piece Agreed, Aberfan. Ben Shemi after that with the mirror, Noisuka brand new, blessing. And then Fence Post. Fence Post alone, people. Uh, Panath Configuration 4. Please enlighten us to Fence Post. Fence post is um, the a, a bit of an anomaly in, in my history, and it's the only uh, pseudonym that I've uh, had going constantly since I started making music um, about twenty years ago, and um, on on uh, music concrete parameters. So it, everything, every source for all the fence post work um, used to be a field recording of something or other. But um, I've relaxed my own rules recently. The uh, Panath configurations one, that's actually um, a sourced from um, viola, uh, violin, and then um, aleatoric voice, uh, a lady sort of a, I don't want to say wailing because that's got bad connotations, but sort of that, like that tonal chanting, a bit Wagnerian sort of opera. Yeah, style. wailing so, is more of a gnashing of teeth. Exactly, yeah. That reminds me of, uh, yeah, banshees and uh, yeah. foggy nights. But uh, right, yeah, right, which is right. an awful thing to say because she's got a lovely voice. But yeah, yeah that yeah. sort of um, 
tonal singing, I suppose, tonal clusters. What was the first piece that you did as Fence Post? Uh, the first piece was um, actually called A Jar, which uh, I, I sent you the yeah. remix version of um, that I did in 2016. Because, uh, no, no, we're uh, going to play it on the next chunk of music. Mm-hmm. And um, that's say Fence Post is um, also the link to my first incarnation as a musician. As I say, it's the, the only survival. Because, uh, right. And, I, and you were buyers. It was an ensemble. That's man alone, right? Mm, exactly. And uh, my mum died and uh, that caused uh, um, a, a huge problem for my mental health. And what I think we now know in retrospect was a period of uh, like autistic uh, overload. They call it meltdown, but I don't, again, I don't think that's a, a very nice phrase, it's a bit of a disparagement <laughs> in yeah. that, you know, meltdown reminds me of nuclear reactors and right. volcano. Um, you know, it, it, it's, it, it's an awful feeling. It's more like a tsunami of sort of information is the only way I can, your brain just utterly consumed. And um, yeah, so I, I then stopped making music for a long time until I, I met Sarah. So I had a 15 year, what turned out to be a hiatus and, um, Sarah, over a period of years, encouraged me to start again, and that um, remix of A Jar was yeah. the first the first song I did when I started again, because it had been the first song I did as well, the fence post. I fucked that up. I should have played that first. But <laughs> oh, no, no. But we got to hear it, you know. Mm-hmm. Be it may, it's all still fence post. And fence post is kind of like a big tent, right? You can do anything you want. Uh, yes, yeah, I'd... I'd um... I, I, again, I'm quite rigid in my um, structured thinking and set myself up the boundaries of it has to be field recordings and that. But then, um, yeah, recently I sort of relaxed my own boundaries. I did a lot of um, prepared piano work. And fucking Randolph says, he's bringing me some fence post. <laughs> there we go then. Okay. Um, and the, I'm, what I did was yeah, I ran him by these titles. I said, let's, you know... No duplication, I think I wrote in quotes, duplication, let's avoid a duplication of services. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, don't worry, they're different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fence Post is also the, the link, my initial link to uh, the, the museum. Okay, that makes that makes total sense. It's all connected, people. Mm, yeah, it is all connected. <laughs> it, it, all, it all goes around, doesn't it? But but let's, let's listen, since we're talking about a jar. Let's listen to it. Thank you. 
Wofford Pedro Show, that chunk of music, start off the fence post doing 20 a jar 16. Then we had brand new from Florian Kupfer, Valiant, Gorilla de Dientes entre los Arbolas. This is uh, Luis Fernandos Amaya. He was on the show, but he, this is his piece from that Eugene Festival. And then finally, Fence Post with Jack Requiem. Part one? Number one? That's right, yeah, number one. Okay. Roman numeral one? Yeah. yeah I was talking with Greg Turner, you know, because he teaches calculus. He's on a show recently. And, uh, yeah, how did the Romans do that? You know, multiply and divide and build that stuff. He says, Romans? What about the Babylonians? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uniform. No, but the, the idea of such monumental building and you don't have the math yet. And, and you know, maybe with music it's like that too. Some people, well, you can't get there until you have these uh, this certain set of skill functions. But I don't know. You said, like, there's some innate stuff, inherent stuff, like coming here listening to your ma's heart. I, 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 I think so. And um, to sort of appropriate a quote from Alan Moore, who we've spoken about before. He um, Yeah, great, great writer, man. Yeah, And a beautiful um, thing that he said is that magic is the paleontology of science. And if you think about that, I said that we, we can apply that to music as well, I think, can't we? Cause, um, Absolutely. We're never without. Uh, also, Nick, uh, Nikola Tesla with the resonance thing, you know, AC and radio waves and all that. And that that's got a big music connect. It, I, Definitely so, and then on, and then on to theremin. Right, right, absolute. So yeah, again, it all goes round, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Which you know should be kind of a source of some. I mean, see, to be bold and creative, you got to take chances. But then there's some, you know, lifelines, life buoys, about you know, which I think makes music conducive for mental health. Mm. Even though it puts you out on the limb to try dare and you got to expose things, it's still there for you to hang on so you don't have to take the big plunge uh, as far as falling and hurting yourself. That's right. There's always that um, sense of a bit of a safety net. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then, you know, the idea of collapse and getting outside of your own mind in a healthy way, you know, a creative way. Oh, definitely so. Definitely. It's... Um... For me, it's, it's, it's one of the few things that, um, as I was saying about that sort of information overload. With, uh... But but also, you know, we said there's a lot, you met, brought up the, the situation in isolation. And as far as music goes, one thing that isolation does when you trade those mini discs or like we did over the internet with files, you do get free of that hierarchy dilemma when humans mm-hmm. get in the same room with each other. Oh, then, and that, that's the area I struggle with most of all, to be honest. Yeah, like who's going to wear oh. the pants, right? Oh, exactly. Fuck it, that um... shit. <laughs> no, but I don't. Another question I ask besides titles a lot is like with improv uh, music scene, who goes first? I'm always interested in that question. Yeah, well, I, I, I've. Um, yeah, always worked alone never been in a, a, a band or anything i didn't um i've got no sort of like musical training background i used to uh i, I used to take things apart and 
put them back together as a child and uh, listen to hours of sort of like a radio static and just the run out of records. And so I've always been fascinated with sound. And then I got um, a, a knackered old Albert tape deck. Do you remember those sort of sure. like all in ones with yeah. a record player on the top? But the tape head, uh, the recording head was um, on its way out. So it, you could record over a tape, but you couldn't actually blank out what was previously on it. So it was like crude as I found out then multi-track overdubbing like a sort of King Tubby, but that, that was years before I knew that. But as a child, I, I make these sort of like strange little mixtapes without ever having heard like tape loop music or anything like that. And then yeah, when I discovered that, You know what I think the, though? Ensembles uh, gain by having individual research like that. Mm, oh, definitely. You know what I mean? You got to have some of that to have the ensemble or you have a collection of, you know, same old, same old. That's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. And what could be more boring than that? <laughs> right. Yeah. <it's> the <laughs> yeah. Military, right? Shit. Mm. Look, we're at the end of the second hour, June 14, 2023. This is what special guest Richard Fenton. Hold tight for hour three. June 14, 2023, it's third hour. What? Pedro Show.
Three Rock Music is nothing more than satanic Get it out of your house. Throw it out. It has no place in the house of the light. When you read books about witchcraft, the occult, horoscope, you're opening the gates of your mind to the Prince of Darkness.
Satan. By Satan. Yeah. Watch for Pedro Show, start off third hour, relay station. Another interesting way of naming your projects and your ty- and your uh, pieces. Crossfeed 4. After that, we had the, the Bromley Symphony Orchestra featured the Underwood Piano Harlequin Quartet with Thin Cities and Armia from Italo Cavino's Invisible Cities. Finally, Polavokes with Satanic Cyanide. I think we played Polavokes, right? Mm, yeah, um, Alex was on. He's... Uh... That's right. That's right. Yeah, he's the other half of the Polyvox. That's but, right. Uh, that's right. And d- that's an interesting. You guys got more stuff coming? Uh, yes, yes. We um, currently got the um, new um, project underway, which is um, a bit more uh, proto techno, like the, the the last one that we've done, and um, Spider Baby dialogue from the film. Back to my uh, love of old B movies and taking dialogue and that. So that, right, that's right. on underway. I'm hoping to have. Um, ready for mastering by the end of the month and then uh, back over to Alex, fingers crossed. So that shouldn't be too long. And, uh, you know, Relay Station, is this around the same time as, like, uh, the uh, basic tape loop? Uh, Relay Station, um, Paul, that predates uh, basic tape loops by a few years, but that's... um, yeah, that's all through the medium of radio. I've uh, just recently um, lost, but I had a brilliant mic from the 70s which would um, broadcast over a short distance straight to FM radio. Oh, I remember those. We yeah, had a, a toy here called Mr. Microphone. That's the kind of thing, yeah. <laughs> but so, it was also a way where you could like use your AM radio in your car, you know. To, mm, yeah. Yeah, not... Um, so I'd um, broadcast from one bit of the workshop into the um, an old portable radio and then record that. That's that's all the relay station, hence the name. Oh, okay. And that's how you could get that uh, aesthetic, that sound, that feel. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. exactly. That nice older uh, – because um, analog radio has never been so good for me because now nobody's – well, few people are broadcasting on it. All the really interesting things. Yeah. Is that um, – all the noises on that um, that crossfeed. There's um, there's a lot of sort of like EQing and. What about ham? Were you ever into ham? Uh, not really. No, no. Because I Greg Ginn, the guy who got SST Records going, mm. and, I, and I'm convinced that's his connection with Torin, because he was talking to people oh. in other lands, other towns. Of course, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, I, um, I remember my cousin had a, a CB. He's a little older than I am, but. Um, there was a bit of a um, craze in the UK, but it sort of came and went, I think, before I was sort of old enough to, you know, be aware of it, as it were. Yeah, it was two different things. CB was like only five watts citizen band here. But the ham could be big-ass amps, and uh, but it required a lot more to get a license. Well, you didn't need a license for CB, but you did for ham radio. That's right, yeah. No, um, someone in the village did have a big aerial that I grew up in, so that must have been ham, but... Um, the village. Were you a fan of the prisoner? Oh, I, I, I know it's it, that's another thing where we have a big Venn diagram. The village and Sarah's a, a massive fan of the village. Shit, I've as well. seen all seventeen episodes a thousand times each. One of uh, my journeys, besides you know, getting people involved with making music, is fucking watching that sh- those seventeen shows. I mean, they're incredible. 
in some uh-huh. ways. Yeah, a lot of insights. And talk about struggling with sanity. Well, that, they keep trying to use psychological things to break him. Exactly so. And um, Danger Man as well. That uh, Right. Well, I think they're kind of connected. I think it, actually, because that was his show, Prisoner, so he's getting revenge mm. on the people who made that Danger Man. Yeah, I, I, I think so. I think he's, uh, there's, a, there's a clear narrative link there. But um, I know they never confirmed it, but they never denied it. But um, yeah, a, um, brilliant, brilliant piece of, uh, I, I don't know, um, some sort of artwork going on there, but um, especially the last one. <laughs> Fallout, yeah, yeah. Well, the, you My- know, they're letting you know the whole thing, the whole time, who's who. And then it makes it obvious there when he pulls the monkey mask off that kid. Mm-hmm. I, I, here's another number title. 2X, 2I. No, 2L. 2X, 2L. Un, un, unredactable. No, unredacted. <laughs> this is, fuck. My pops say, boy, you fuck up a two-car cracker funeral. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. You think after 22 years I'd get this? New- to X to Wow calling Big Kill. To X to Wow calling Big Kill. To X to Wow calling in XPR. Come in, please. To X to Wow calling Big Kill. To X to Wow calling in XPR. Come in, please. To X to Wow coming back at 2X2L. I'm just touching.
Watch for Pedro Show Last Music for this edition. The Wyndham Research Institute with unredacted 2X2L. That started off that chunk. Then Bombas Prendon, Chicken Scratch Fanfare. Finally, the Nothing Ones. And this is an edit, TNO2 Part 1. I don't think I know about Nothing Ones. Mm, that's uh, uh, another of my collaborations, uh, this time with um, um, uh, one of my friends called Harold from Austria. He plays all the guitar and um, records under several names. But, um, yeah, he um, likes his sort of like prog and drone and things like that. And so it's quite an interesting um, way. That's our, our second project. But, again, because of uh, lack of uh, any imagination when it comes to titles, it's called 2.0 because the first one was called 1.0. So... <laughs> Right, and it's not all of 2.0, because, right, it's part one. There's another part, I guess. That's right, yeah. There, there's, um, it, it's a, a, a two-part album, and each um, piece is uh, about 20, 24 minutes long. And, and I assume he went first? No, no, I, I went first. Oh, and, uh, okay. See, see what happens? My pop said that word ain't spelled by accident, you know? When you, <laughs> right? <laughs> you thought there was like some magic, right? You make an ass out of you and me. <laughs> exactly so. but um, I wasn't going to argue with him. <laughs> yeah, quite hard I mean, to there's get a, out there's a lesson to be learned, of course. <laughs> oh, definitely so. Yeah. And, yeah, so it's... Um, it's one of the ones I, I enjoy doing. We'd, um, as I say, we've only done um, two two albums together. But it's another nice uh, discipline to uh, try and uh, sort of make music to um, support because yeah, most of mine's the, the low end and uh, sort of like the more industrial side of right. things, and all, all, all the guitars and everything. That, that's purely Harold. I'm um, terrible on the guitar. Uh, that's all right. We can't all be on bass either. Well, you can. No, true enough. <laughs> Remember the, that's the, a little bit. Spinal There's only tap. four strings there. I think they all get on base for a big bottom in Spinal Tap movie. What, what about saw, what about Wyndham Research Institute? Uh, that's um, a collaboration with a friend of mine called James who lives in Sweden. And uh, again, we uh, we started doing a collaboration. It was originally uh, themed around Chucky, the John Wyndham novel, because we were both uh, fans of that sort of thing. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, so um, the internet's a pretty interesting tool you use for collabs. Uh, definitely, definitely. And it goes back to um, talking of the, the rough chronology by the time I was um, sort of in my late teens and I'd um, like been making mixtapes and uh, got some decks and, you know, I used to use uh, pop socks. Do you have those, like, the little tight socks in America? They're like the ladies' tights, but they're only sock lengths, but you can tie one of those around um, a belt drive oh, and wow. uh, get some interesting results. So I did... And that pushed me into going to the uh, music college in Leeds. Yeah. And um, that, that's when things really opened up for me because a, a little sort of like loose collaborative, I think much like you'd have experienced, um, you know, that sort of like right t- time at the right place. And I'm just suddenly surrounded by like-minded people. They'd just started a monthly event and um, it was the first one the weekend I got there and I just walked past the cafe it was in and I heard Ortec. And I was like, oh, bloody hell, right. and went in there. And then um, they were all sort of mentors to me. So I, was, I, I always say to people, I was sort of raised by wolves. So that's the, the same <laughs> set of ethics that I, I hold now with um, all, all these collabs and all my associations, like, you know, with Tom doing the same thing who you had on last week, Niacinamide, right, you know, setting right. up a label and, you know, offering a, a bit of support to other artists and that. And um, that's, that's the only way I know how to work. But I think the biggest difference between us and you was when uh, we made the odd mistake. We got tutted at by a bunch of affluent young middle class students rather than getting batteries or that um, uh, condoms 
like, <laughs> thrown at us. You know, we got tight. Use so. condoms. I, I know. I couldn't believe that story. Dirty bastard. Somebody put, <laughs> yeah, somebody put some labour into that. <laughs> I know the planning. That 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 that's where the evil lies in the planning. I don't know if you were the specific Cause, target. Cause, yeah, because we hadn't been the first time man had been in Vienna, you know. So hey, welcome. Hey, by the way, we exactly. prepared yeah. a surprise for you. <laughs> yeah, it's the city of the third man. Have that. But yeah, yeah unbelievable. The third man. Right. They were expecting Zithers, but we brought him D. Boone on the guitar. D. Boone got a whole cup of piss in the face. Oh, man, I remember. It was the first oh, first note of the first tune. The power went off. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> like Ishmael said, you know, live to tell the tale. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm interested when you get these things that are underway done, will you come back on the show? We can play them and talk about them? Oh, d- any time. Yeah, I mean, there's um, quite a few um, on, on back and medium burners as well. So, uh, Okay, yeah, I got a tour coming up, but like in November, let's do it. Uh, definitely. Well, yeah, we'll get, we'll get something arranged and I'll definitely have something uh, new to play then and uh, yeah we can uh, get get it arranged after the tour right and talk more about music and mental health i think it's important definitely yeah any time yeah thank you so much and we got oh, no problem we keep on keeping on don't we we do and if you're not careful i'll speak to you next week so uh... <laughs> okay, <bro. laughs> big love people june 14 2023 you just want pedo she'll keep you ah!